Hello and welcome to the weekly message podcast from Crozet United Methodist Church in Crozet, Virginia. We invite you to join us in person any Sunday for our contemporary service at 9.30 a.m. or for a more traditional service at 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org for further information. We hope you enjoy this week's message from Crozet UMC. It's always impressive to me the number of people that choose after a very busy and exhausting Christmas Eve to come to worship at 11 o'clock. And I have been through three worship services already, and my best friend is staying with me, and he came to the 8 o'clock, and then he's like, so wait, you still have another one? I said, yes. He's like, why? And I said, because at the conclusion of 11 o'clock, it will be Christmas. I said, there's nothing more biblical than entering in at one time and coming out into Christmas. That's exactly what happened to the shepherds. And he said, well, I'll be asleep when you get home, and I'll see you in the morning. But isn't that what's recorded in the scriptures? That most of Bethlehem and probably all of the world had kind of gone to bed. They had gone about their lives and their, in their busyness and in their time, and they were at home, hopefully in their beds or at least in the warmth of their houses with their families. And there were just a few who remained awake. Now, clearly, Mary was still awake because she was giving birth to her firstborn, and Joseph was not going to get any sleep at that time. He was up as well. And Jesus was ready to be born awake and ready to begin his earthly time here. And then you had the shepherds, and I always appreciate the fact that the shepherds were out doing their job and you had to figure that these were not the, those with the highest ranking. I mean, you don't normally pull the night shift out of preference for yourself. In fact, they might have been the youngest, the most inexperienced, or they just might have had bad luck at the draw. But they were outside, and maybe they had finally got the sheep ready to lay down and kind of settle in for the night, and they were not going to get to sleep, but maybe they could just rest their weary bones for a little bit and just have some time off to just kind of hang out with the sheep and perhaps it would be an easy night and they wouldn't have to use their shepherding skills to fend off any predators or go find any wayward sheep. Perhaps they thought it was going to be a simple night. And then all of a sudden, this angel appears and it says the glory of the Lord shone around them and you have to picture some kind of blinding light or something that let them know that this was no ordinary visitor and that something incredible was getting ready to happen and you'll notice they were terrified like this is not what we signed up for tonight this is not what we thought was going to happen and they were afraid of course many people in the scriptures are afraid when an angel or God's presence shows up it's terrifying it's not something that we encounter all the time and when you encounter God and all of God's power and might it can be very intimidating and so when the angel showed up, the angel has to say to them, don't be afraid. I've come here with good news. I realize it's a terrifying presence, but really I want to tell you something wonderful. The Messiah has been born. All of those prophetic utterances, all of the prophecies, all of the prayers and the desires of the people to see this day, and it has happened at night, but it has happened. And I am telling you and you can see it for yourself. I'll even tell you how you can find the child. Here's the sign that this is the correct child. And then, if one angel wasn't terrifying enough, a whole host, or in biblical terms, an army of angels fills the sky. And this is one of the few occasions that this many angels ever shows up in Scripture. More are supposed to show up in the book of Revelation, but we're not there yet. 
Instead, this is an incredible moment. When one or two angels show up in the Bible, they can destroy entire cities. They can overthrow entire armies. For an entire army of angels to show up lets you know that something really miraculous and big is happening. And then they sing this song, and then they go back to heaven. And they're gone. And it's that moment that you yourselves had this night. After everything that you've done today, there comes that moment where you could say to yourself, eh, I'm not going. I'm really tired. We've made all this food. We've eaten all this food. We've had a long day. Tomorrow's going to be a long day. And you know what? We could just stay home. No one would ever know the difference. We could stay home. The angels have that, the angels, the shepherds have that moment. Part of me wants to know if there was one that was like, we should pretend like this never happened. We should just stay here. We should never tell anybody. We should just focus on the sheep and pretend like none of that would happen. And here's the sheep and bah. And you know there was one that was like, I don't know that I saw that. And they're all going, um, we totally saw that. No, I think it was a mass hallucination and we all need to get more sleep. And we'll get it tomorrow after we watch the sheep tonight. But then they have to have a discussion about it. Are we going to go? This thing has happened. We have to go. Who's going to watch the sheep? God will watch the sheep. That was not part of the message. I don't think we should all go. Maybe one of us should stay behind and not get fired for losing the sheep. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But I would have loved to be there to hear the discussion. You know, somebody's going, can you believe how bright that was? They can really sing. Wow, that was great. Let's go do this right now just to see what their excitement was and whether or not they could agree at some point. It seems that some of them did agree that they were going to go and search for the child. So can you imagine you coming down into Bethlehem and you're like, okay, so the child is wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. A manger must be in a stable. So we're looking for a stable? We're looking for a stable where we can find a baby. And not just any baby. The king of kings and the lord of lords is lying in a stable right now. I wonder how they found him. Wonder if they were, you know, following along the sounds of the crying baby or whether they were miraculously kind of guided by God's presence to that place. But somehow, some way, in the city of Bethlehem, they find the right stable. And when they show up, all of the prophecies are confirmed in this tiny little child, this baby that is lying in a feeding trough. And somehow, some way, they have managed to find the child and they are the first outside of Mary and Joseph to see God in human form. It's an epic moment. And they had to realize that we have been given this incredible privilege. We, the few, have seen something so marvelous. And everybody else is asleep. Everybody else is missing it. They don't understand just how powerful and profound this moment is. Because they're asleep or they're resting or they're in their homes. And they're not paying attention. But something has happened right here. There were people within a stone's throw. There were people all around, and they missed it. They missed it. And it's not because they were willfully disobedient or, you know, the angels appeared to them and they said, nah, we're not going over there. It was because God chose some really unexpected people to be blessed that night. Of all of Bethlehem, if you had said, who is God going to privilege with the first glimpse of the Christ child? Nobody would have picked the night shift of the shepherds out on the fields. Nobody. There were rich people. There were important people. There were religious people. There were elders that were well-respected. 
There were a whole bunch of people that God would have picked first. But maybe God picked these people because God knew that these were the kind of people that search. Shepherds search. They look for the ones that have been lost. They're constantly making sure that everyone entrusted into their care is found. They are the ones that are diligent about making sure that they do their duty. And so for God to appear to shepherds, it's almost too brilliant. For God to say to them, you who know how to look, you who find as part of your living, I want you to look and find this child. I want you to find this moment that Christians would do anything to have for themselves. Countless Christians have spent their life looking for something so tangible about Jesus. Whether we're talking about religious artifacts or we're talking about relics, some piece of the cross, people have wanted something, something tangible, some encounter, some experience so that they could prove to other people that Jesus was real. And these guys, they get it. They get that opportunity. God gives it to them like a present underneath a Christmas tree. Come and see for yourself. And they did. And you are like that tonight. You could have picked, chosen to be anywhere. You could have picked your beds or a pew. And you picked here. And it's quite remarkable. And I think that God recognizes that. That you have the spirit of the shepherds. You are those who are willing to search even when it's easier to stay. You are those who are willing to come and say, show me, God. Show me what you want me to see tonight. Let me encounter you in the ministry of the word, in the singing of your songs, in the prayers of your people, in the sacrament of Holy Communion. Just once more, let me see you. Let me encounter you like those shepherds did that night. May this night be something glorious for us, something that we will talk about with other people, something that will allow us to know that you are with us and for us. And so the Christmas Eve where we have the opportunity to worship and come out on Christmas Day is truly something very special. And the vast majority of Christendom doesn't quite seem to have realized that. They realize that there's something about Christmas, there's something about the Christ child, there's something wonderful, but it takes a sacrifice to get up and be at church at 11 o'clock at night. It really does. And I don't think that that's something that God takes very lightly. I think God that is also used to there being a few who are so faithful, a few who are willing to take some extra steps, put in a little extra energy, and go a little further than others. This is something that Jesus will talk about as he gets older. He says, if someone asks you to go one mile, go two. If someone asks you for a coat and you have two, share it. Go the extra distance. Push a little further. Be willing to go a little further than you normally would for the good of another. And the shepherds show us that right from the beginning, Jesus is teaching them that lesson. Implicitly in his arrival and their willingness to go and find him. So many people have prayed to see Jesus. They have prayed to encounter him, to hear his voice, to know, not just with their spirits, but with their eyes and their ears and their vessels, their earthly bodies, that Jesus Christ is real. And sometimes it's so real that you could just swear that Jesus is here. You can feel it. You can tell. And I feel like that happens more in moments like this. In a little while, we're all going to light candles, each one symbolizing the light of Christ that burns within us. And we're going to sing that sacred song, Holy Night, Silent Night. And it's truly getting very silent outside in Crozet. And we're going to lower the lights. 
And there's not going to be as many voices as there were before. But there's going to be something very powerful and profound. And there's going to be this moment where it almost makes you want to cry. Because we are the few who have chosen to gather here. And God has chosen to gather with us. And what a glorious thing that is. That in the midst of your busyness, in the midst of your stress and your frustrations, in the midst of your vacations, in the midst of your time off from work or school, in the midst of everything that's going on in your life, you chose to be here and God has chosen to be here with you. We serve a very gracious and hospitable God. One who says, if I open my doors and you come to me, I will be here with you. If I open my table and ask you to come and you come, then I shall serve you. I will serve you not only the bread and the chalice, I will serve you unending grace. I will show you that you are loved. I will show you my face. And you will encounter me once more just like those shepherds did. It's a truly holy hour to be here at 11 o'clock. And I know that when this is done, your fatigue might set in and your bodies will be going, you know, you could have used that sleep. But I hope and pray that your spirits feel a little more nourished, a little more nurtured, that something deep within you recognizes that you have spent time in God's house with God and that that will carry you through your darkest days. And long after every candle goes out and every light is extinguished, long after this place is empty, a peace of Christ will reside with you and go out with you, not just to illuminate the darkness on your way home, but to illuminate your darkest days, to remind you that like those shepherds, if you are willing to seek Christ, you will find him. And every time you do what God asks, God rewards you with a divine encounter. And God is surely rejoicing over all those all over the world who have chosen to remember the coming of our Lord and Savior. And those of us who will choose to remember that by taking him back out. What a glorious gift we can give to the rest of the world. May it be so. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you found the message meaningful, and we invite you to join us in person as we gather for worship at Crozet United Methodist Church every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and 11 a.m. Please visit us online at www.crozetunitedmethodist.org to learn about ways you can connect with God and your neighbors through the ministries of Crozet UMC. Have a great week.